Okay, what's up? We in the building. Um, hold on, let me turn down this Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> um, so hi, yeah. If you're listening to this, that means an episode has come out today, and we back for Happy Halloween. Um, October is a very chaotic month for me, for reasons most listeners for the show would already know, but um. We're trying to make it a little bit more chaotic. So, as I did last year, and uh, trying in the year before, low-key a little bit, <laughs> I'm trying to give you guys some October podcast content all month. I'm going to try, uh, attempt to give you guys a podcast every week for the month of October. Um, might not always drop on a Monday, but uh, we're going to attempt to. And if it drops on a Tuesday, like today, you know, just be happy you got something. All right. So this week we got the homie Rebecca um, talking about two movies that I've never seen before. Um, Silence of the Lambs and The Craft. Um, yeah, just never. I've seen clips of Silence of the Lambs. And as I've gone on to say in the episode, a lot of Family Guy references, <laughs> but never seen the whole thing all the way through. Had a pretty decent time watching that movie, honestly. Um, then uh, uh, she also brought The Craft over, and I've never seen The Craft. Um, yeah, I had no idea of this movie's existence. I saw the reboot of The Craft. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so happy spooky times. Happy Halloween. Um, you know hopefully i could bring you some more content this month and yeah fucking uh who knows i remember last year i told y'all i would try to put together a playlist of spooky rap music hey look dog if y'all get it this month y'all get it if not hey man you know maybe look up to the sky and be grateful to whatever lord you pray to of the things you do have. <laughs> yeah, fuck it anyway. Let's uh let's get to the podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Did she did she just say that George P. Wilbur was Tom Tucker's stage name? Who the hell is George P. Wilbur? That's the guy who played Michael Myers in Halloween 4, the greatest movie of all time. I've only seen that movie about a thousand times. How could I not have noticed that? <laughs> Good evening, I'm Michael Myers. I have enormous psychological problems, and I'm going to take them out on you. Okay, got it. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate it. That's cool. What will we do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, There it is. Yeah, I know, right? Just in case, no no, uh, hints. Just straightforward, straight to the point. I appreciate (laughs) that and my technology. Um, (laughs) So, like, would would you consider yourself a fall person? Of course I would. I think it's the best kind of person to be, honestly. (laughs) Are there? Yeah. I would consider myself to be newly a fall person. When I was growing up, I was a winter person. Um, But that was because of playing in the snow. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, I feel like fall person is the adult version of winter person okay 
All right. So what did you think about fall when you were that age? Was it just not your thing or was it you know, not enough snow? If you can believe it, I did not care about Halloween. I had no cares about it whatsoever. <laughs> I don't believe you. I literally heard <laughs> it true. And I've made such a transformation in my adult life that mm. now my entire reason for living. So Oh, <laughs> uh, but so so how did you like is the horror movie thing also a thing that happened with adulthood or was have you also yeah. always liked horror movies? I literally was not allowed to watch horror movies until okay. I was like 21 years old. No joke. Like, <laughs> So not even at 18, not even 18, where could you throw it on? I could do it without penalty at that point, but I was like not (laughs) ready to test the waters. (laughs) It was still too risky then. You needed to be able to legally buy alcohol. Yeah, I wasn't far enough out of the woods that I was like, all right, I can do this. That's fair. What was like the first horror movie that you like tested the waters with? Um, I don't know if you would consider this a full horror movie, but the talented Mr. Ripley, which is like, I guess it's more of a thriller murder mystery situation. Um, That was the first one where I was like, oh, my God, I think I just watched a scary movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I think at that point, um, I was probably like between 20 and 21. Okay. All right. So yeah. So that was like the a good age, right? To start your horror journey. Your... Yeah. Oh, about the first time I dyed my hair to <laughs> literally to a darker brown than it already was. <laughs> so Damn. I was on that too. <laughs> what was the logic on that? Were you was that a big leap for you at the time? It totally was like I did it over like like right before one of our breaks at school Mm -hmm. and I I have to go home over the break and I was like terrified about what my mom was gonna say it was literally just darker brown and she (laughs) didn't even she did not even notice. <laughs> you thought she was going to crash the car. Like, I can't believe you would do this. And now we have to die. And, and, you know, she didn't even notice. Well, she's just a big reaction lady. She really is. You know, I, 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 I get that. I've been there. Yeah. Were you offended that she didn't notice at all? Did you now, like, try to, like, get her to notice? No, I was so thankful, actually. Uh, you know what? I think it was Thanksgiving break, and that was what I was thankful for that year. <laughs> well, that, I think that I think that definitely fits the the sort of fall vibe. You know, being thankful, oh. the color brown. I feel like it mm-hmm. all fits. Um, which which of the two movies you you brought you brought two wonderful movies yes. to to me that i've never seen before neither of them I'm, i haven't seen neither of these movies before i watched them for the first time today fresh <laughs> yeah. fresh in my mind that uh, was the, the craft uh, and silence of the lambs 
Yeah, that was pretty brave of you. I don't know if I could have done both in the same day. They're very different moods. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 10 million percent. One way more zoom in. Why is your face so big? Oh, this movie is mostly extreme close-ups. Oh, yeah. Weird. And, and it's funny, too, because they're not even that really, they're like a few years apart. They're not really like, uh, but Silence of the Lambs just seems so much older than it is. I honestly, like, it was the first time that I was seeing the Silence of the Lambs, too. So I haven't gotten all of, like, the finer details stuck into mm -hmm. my head. Like, I barely remember the characters' names. But, um... I feel like it was set a little bit further back than the craft was like the, like the yeah. early. And then the craft was like, I think it was filmed in 1996 and that's the year that they were going for. So. <laughs> oh, oh yes, they were they, they <laughs> for sure. Were actually shout out to them for nailing that. Yeah. That movie definitely takes place in the nineties for sure. They would not let me forget that. Not one fucking bit. Um. <laughs> uh. Okay. So, which 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 one of these do you want to get into first? Because I I took some notes. <laughs> oh my god! Literally, me too. I have my notebook right here. All right. So so you so you are the guest of honor. So which which one of these two masterpieces of cinema? I think I want to start with the craft. It was a nostalgia pick for me. Um. This was one of the rebellious movies of my childhood that I like could or could not be caught watching. <laughs> <laughs> the lines was the line was very thin. I, I could see how it could because it does in and out of being like horror and like a teen high school movie. Yeah, it's definitely like teen, very much teen story. There's lots of high school drama. Yeah. Oh boy, is there. And there are parts of it that are spooky. I thought it was like, you know, seasonal and kind of Halloween like. Um Yeah, I for sure. Favorite things about that movie is kind of what you were saying before, how it is so painfully obvious that it's the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I wrote down several things that they say in the movie that are so funny to me. Because nobody would ever say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I feel like my dog is running around. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Let him let him do what his thing is. He's running around with a dirty sock. Actually, been there. You think you me? <laughs> <laughs> so I think one of the first things that made me laugh hysterically watching as an adult was when Chris calls them the bitches of Eastwick. Like nice. <laughs> I him the whole movie was just on fire. Everything he was <laughs> saying, I was giggling. I was like, who is this guy? I it felt like there's such a characteristic to 90s insults that yeah. really really brought to life in this movie and kind of beat everyone to death with. And I <laughs> super fun um another part was where the main girl and i forget her name already i think it was sarah yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think it was some kind of name like that 
Um, she's talking about how she attempted suicide, and then Nancy says, "That's so punk rock." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kills. That's so fucking funny. It's like, what'd you do it with? The kitchen knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such a playful little like. Okay, next topic. <laughs> yeah, like literally, one of my notes is like creating friendships from trauma bonding. Like, how strong is that? So real. Like, they really, really tried to do that, and um, that's also another point that I want to talk about later. But let me get there. I've got a lot to go through. <laughs> Um, we'll get there when they're gonna go to the occult store and they're talking about how they have no money and then one of them says it's okay we get a five finger discount <laughs> that i was, i don't know if that's like actually a phrase or not i've never heard it before but i was like i need to say that all the time <laughs> I, I, it's something i haven't heard in a long time which actually makes sense now that this movie is very 90s because now everything kind of just coming together and it just yeah. seems like also like she said she didn't have any money when they asked her if she wanted to go shopping but then she just busts out a 20 dollar bill Literally, <laughs> 20 bucks in the 90s are you kidding me i know that's with inflation that's like 70 dollars i really think it is yeah <laughs> But, um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Five finger discount. I love that one. Um, also, this just felt like such a 90s insult to me when they're talking about, um, like, they're going to raise the one girl up with their fingers or whatever. Yeah. And they're saying that you have to imagine that she's light as a feather. And then they said something like, yeah, she's light as a feather during deep space travel. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> burn queen. <laughs> that scene when they're, li- when they're like lifting her up reminds me of a time that once t- when I was in high school, they called an assembly and they sat us all in the auditorium and they just had a dude come in and just do magic for no I, reason. Totally, yeah. But like I went to a high school that was very high, like I was very the population of immigrants was very high. Okay. So like he he did the thing where similar to what they were doing, where he sat he had a guy lay on lay out on three chairs and then he like progressively pulled out each chair to the point where he was like kind of floating in the air and a lot of kids started calling him the devil and they had to cancel the <laughs> had to cancel. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like not same way culturally but like that is totally how my mom was where like fun was evil <laughs> and like anything that she couldn't grasp was <laughs> everything is the devil. I, I, I didn't know the devil was so many things, and it's funny too because, like, the year before that, I was just talking about this with my cousin the other night. One year for the assembly, they had a guy come in and do a bunch of yo-yo tricks, and then he then they sold us yo-yos. I was like, it just seems like <laughs> some sort of experiment. Yeah, that and then like he had too many yo-yos, and he wanted to get rid of. <laughs> 
Yeah, due to a shipping error or some shit. He's the he's the wacky waving inflatable <laughs> off like two man guy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I could see that happening. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of weird stuff in this movie. I love the the theme of people who are obviously in their early early thirties playing high schoolers. Yeah. The, love that. I miss that. Need more of that. Um yeah, I, I, I was I was pretty it, high when I took these notes. Well, I feel like that's such a like a teen movie thing, though. Like even yeah. now, where it's just got to be someone who looks an ungodly age playing this fourteen year old. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it adds character or something. <laughs> yeah, they can't find any genuine seventeen year olds who could really act. <laughs> That might actually be honestly. <laughs> that might be just God, you know. Um, th- there was the scene where um the I forget the name of the jock dude that she had a crush on, and he's like explaining the three of them, but he only says descriptions for two of the girls. He's like, "Oh, that's her. She's a slut, and her <laughs> she has a bunch of burns on her body," and he didn't say anything. Almost. Like he was gonna be like, and the other one's black. Like, literally, <laughs> I feel know? like that almost implied that like <laughs> he's <laughs> she's the only black girl in the school, so we hate her. Yeah. Oh. And then it goes to the 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 um the diving and in the locker room one where the the girl just is just racist, and I wrote racism in all caps. And then she said, I don't like Negroids. And I was like, racism again. This is double down. I, that is totally a 90s moment too, I feel like. Well, I mean, I don't know. But that certainly was one of the bolder lines in the film, I think. It's weird because like, nobody says that like even people who are racist don't say that like not that exactly you know like the way she said it made it seem like they wanted her to say the n-word actually and she was just like i don't wanna (laughs) (laughs) can i say something else well good for her (laughs) yeah i know right i'm glad i'm glad they didn't tell her she had to i guess that was the right that was the right call um, I added that I love how I love when in high school movies where like the quote unquote jocks look very unathletic. Yes. Oh my god, what a scrawny little bitch. <laughs> when they show the football practice, I'm like, these guys aren't winning shit. What are you telling me? <laughs> these guys look unathletic as fuck. I thought that was such a good addition though, of like making the girl you like come watch your football practice. That was just like pulled straight from reality and i think they did really good with that one <laughs> they I, I i definitely there was points in the movie where i was like this feels like a shared experience you know yeah yeah some of it was pretty realistic i will say the the whole thing with with the homeless guy and holding the snake that i, I that lost me a little bit i'll be honest i have no idea what the fuck that was about like, I don't think it really adds to the story in any way. I think they just, they wanted to kill somebody. Like, they just want someone to get hit by a bus. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's like for drama. 
for character because he was also like he was talking so calm it's like hey i, I, I want to show you the snake why are you running away from me like he's talking so calm for someone who's deranged allegedly yeah. you know and i feel like in a lot of places that's just a normal thing that happens when somebody's on the street like <laughs> It's like, hey, I found this snake. Do you want it? Uh, that, that sounds... Thank you. Have a good day. Like that. <laughs> Be blessed. <laughs> um, when he got hit by the car, I wrote beep beep on in my notes. That must have been a yeah. That must have been a typo. Um, <laughs> no. What are the thing? No, you first. I was saying that beep beep was not a typo, and that you should double down on it. Other that. <laughs> Okay, you're right. It wasn't a typo. I meant to write beep beep. That's what I thought. Every time someone gets hit by a car, I think beep beep. I think it's hard not to think that, honestly. Um the 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 extra witchy girl, I I I I just saw this movie and their names are escaping me. Um that the one, one with the yeah, the one with the large mouth. For real. I I know who you're talking about. <laughs> The one who shows all her gums when she uh, smiles. Yeah, that was a crazy visual for most of the movie. <laughs> she, um, her, the way they showed like her mom and like her mom's boyfriend or whatever, they just seemed so like comically drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh my God. That was actually one of the other things that made me laugh super hard was, um, when she's having her like mental breakdown in the middle of the movie and Sarah's asking the other girls like what's wrong with her and they say I don't know I think she just doesn't want to be white trash anymore that was <laughs> such a good one too <laughs> it is funny too because they're all making their wishes for the spells or whatever and I was like damn she, I literally wrote like damn she should have wished for like her mom to get clean or something <laughs> or like I don't know a relative to adopt her and then the stepdad dies and leaves them with almost two hundred thousand dollars and I'm like oh never mind I guess she wished for the right thing yeah she ended up winning I guess I get for for that at that at that point yes um <laughs> uh when they were doing their uh spell thing in the woods i i wrote this is much what you must have to do to work at hot topic uh <laughs> that seems like the onboarding process no, it probably is <laughs> i felt I, I had no idea what they didn't really explain why uh that girl's back was so burned and like it looked like ground beef yeah, I still to this day don't really know like where that came from. But yeah. and they randomly introduce it like a quarter of the way into the movie. Like you never heard about it and then suddenly it's like the center of her life. <laughs> yeah. It is like, hey, oh by the way, her back is fucked up, man. It is they're like gross. we come up with a wish for this girl right now. <laughs> And then as soon as she's no longer deformed, she becomes an asshole to everybody. <laughs> and that was, the, that was the other thing, too. I feel like she wasn't that big of an asshole to anybody. Like, she, uh, she, like, was making fun of that guy who was interested in her. I was like, that's all in good fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. 
I feel like there weren't really any victims in this movie. Like, I feel like everybody who had something bad happen to them kind of deserved it. And then the movie ended. Okay, so this was kind of like my main point about what I think of this movie. Mm-hmm. They out to be like um the message of the movie is to like not go crazy with revenge and like revenge is bad and it's like a bad virtue yeah but all of those freaks deserved what they got i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry watching it as a kid i would be like Mm. oh my god they need to just like get right with themselves and like they they got so power hungry and crazy and as an adult i'm like yeah i get it like honestly you know the girl who lost her hair should have gotten something worse like the fact that she's just bald and has to wear a wig doesn't seem like enough yeah like that is in no way equivalent to what she had done and the guy yeah. getting out the window after he was like a douchebag and a freak and a sexual predator, like, good. Now he's gone. <laughs> but also, I felt like he kept getting rewarded for being a bad person. Cause, like, yeah, he got pushed out a window, but like, he gets like, he got to got laid first. Like, <laughs> he got to have sex before he died. Like- <laughs> I feel like they, I just, the revenge being too harsh was not believable to me. And I know that they wanted it that way, but I would have done each of those people so much worse than they actually got. (laughs) Yeah. It was weird. It's like, he told the whole school that like y'all had sex and his revenge and his uh, punishment was being in love with you huh yeah. what i mean you know what I, I, i'm not the witch but it, i'm saying and also they made it out to be like him being obsessed with her was this like major life altering nuisance and like that's just being a girl baby I'm just saying, like, you know, he's just a stalker. I mean, like, you don't need witchcraft to have a stalker, really. No! You just need to exist. You need witchcraft to get rid of a stalker. (laughs) That's the spell, honestly. Mm -hmm. And the spell is called a uh, order, a court order, to to keep away uh, amongst a certain feet. You're so right about that. Yeah, and so- that's 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 witchcraft. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just it was a lot of going on. Um, after they pushed the guy out the window, I I, I was having some trouble following the plot after that. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little but- creepy after that point because they really lean into nancy letting like the power get to her head and yeah yeah. i just feel like she didn't really let it get to her head i would have gone crazy too did her did did, her dad die in a plane accident um 
so that was a lie and Nancy made it appear like that on the TV so that Sarah would like freak out and be like, oh God, they're all against me. But mm. he did die. He's alive and well. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for the reassurance that I was going to be able to sleep. But I was just confused. Like, <laughs> wait, her dad's dead? <laughs> she, like, they witch, because it, like, it was like their witchcraft crashed the plane. Why? Like, like they turn into terrorists because of witchcraft? What kind of message is this? This was the warning for. Uh, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> no, no, it's too late. You gotta say it now. I was gonna say that was the warning for 9/11. <laughs> it was the precursor. It's how it happened. That's that's the truth that Bush doesn't want you to know. See, it was for- witches, actually. Yeah, witches really did 9-11, and they want you to believe. <laughs> Imagine. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like all in all, you know, very, uh, I feel like it's definitely a cult classic. It gave me cult classic vibes when I was watching it. No Oscars. Definitely not. But uh, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a nice um, rainy day movie. Yeah, I feel like if you're into like witchcraft, this is your Prince of Egypt, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Rich, I don't know anything about Prince of Egypt, but I'm I'm gonna assume that it means that it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like yeah, this is like uh this is like your Bible if you're into witchcraft, you know? Well, that's that's um, what it is. It's a it's a which Prince of Egypt is a Disney movie about the Bible. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, I get that. Um, I will say there's a couple things in there that are like pop culture witchcraft related and not really true, mm-hmm. but yes, it does have a Disney movie effect. What 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 uh what things would would you say are more so pop culture witchy things? Um, oh gosh, I should have written them down. Let me see Not if to I put have... you on the spot. <laughs> Honestly, I just think the whole part about how like you can turn evil from like doing a ritual or something. Oh, okay. Like yeah, not like that. <laughs> Them having to gather all those animal, those live animals that they sacrificed or whatever, whatever that was on the beach. You don't do that. I mean, like you could if you wanted to, I guess. But the act <laughs> is never gonna be something that like accidentally happened. You you have to like want it to happen. Whoops! I sacrificed an animal. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Oh, no. I sacrificed an animal and did this ritual, and now I'm driven mad with power hungry. <laughs> like that's not how it happens. But it's like they do slip. They slip on a banana peel. It's like whoa, whoa, and then all of a sudden a pentagram is on the floor, and the candles are lit. Like oh my god, how does this happen? Ah, it's so yeah. clumsy. And I think too, like the extremely grumpy bitchy one. That's a total like pop culture witch thing that like yeah like goth people are mean and like like cutting themselves in public 
<laughs> yeah, it, 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 it very it seemed propaganda y, you know, ish. Yeah. A little bit, but otherwise, I will say it's a great comfort movie. I really loved rewatching it. I, it was it was definitely a cool watch. Um, I, I yeah, and I, honestly, I don't get the the tropes. I feel like some of the nicest people I've met are are, are goth, you know. Totally, yeah, and. I don't even have anything to add to that. You said it so perfectly, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could, uh, we could, we can move over to now. This next movie, I mean, I... what what can't you say about this movie? You know, know. first of all, um, I would like to start out by saying, I really genuinely thought prior to watching this movie that Hannibal Lecter was a real person. Not like <laughs> not like based on several real people. I thought he himself was a real yeah. person. I also thought that Buffalo Bill was a real person. I don't know where I got this information, but I was so shocked to learn that the movie is based on a book and not on real life. I think, but honestly, though, I think you're better off because I feel like d during that period where you believed that these two people existed in the world, maybe the anxiety of it might have taken a toll. So I think maybe it's like a relief for you, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God I'm not going to run into him tomorrow. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm <laughs> so shocked to learn that they are not actually real. And on the other side of this, I recently had a similar experience um, where I learned that Julius Caesar, I learned this from a TikTok, that <laughs> Julius Caesar was a real person and not just from the play. <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear to God, he was just the Shakespeare character, but it turns it, out he was actually real. And he liked pizzas. I I don't think that's the same guy. <laughs> you don't think it's the same Caesar? No, I mean he might be based on him, but I I'm thinking about like the ancient the one. one, the numero uno. Yeah, the big guy. Um, I learned that from a TikTok. I am becoming increasingly aware as I age that I went to a public high school. And I just don't really know a lot about history. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to public high schools. Um, just the uh, they they just they just do whatever. They yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just do whatever, man. They just do whatever. They they turn lemons into uh chorizo you know they turn uh <laughs> they turn oranges into double a batteries you know you get what you get so that was like jarring but also it helped me enjoy the story a little bit more because as it was getting crazier and crazier i was like wow thank god this guy is not real <laughs> but <laughs> it makes you think though um, I can't remember the name of the guy who wrote the book. Uh, Thomas Harris, maybe something similar to that. 
what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing with Stephen King. Like, I wonder if people just think of being like walking up to these guys and be like, hey, what the? Something's wrong with you. Yeah, I thought about that for the first time, like when I started watching Criminal Minds. And like, I know that a lot of the episodes are based on real cases, but I was mm-hmm. like, you freaks are giving people ideas. Get this off. Yeah. <laughs> just like mass murderers watching them just taking notes like, oh, man, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> They're literally in the show. Like, this is how you lie to the cops. This is this is what we're looking for when like we think somebody's trying to be elusive or I was like, don't mm-hmm. them. <laughs> They could be watching right now. What do you mean? Like, if I wanted to, I could, I could take uh, taking all this information and go crazy. Yeah, and like that's what I think about a lot when I'm watching like crime-related scary things. Mm-hmm. One, if they are real, you're giving away all the secrets, and now people are just gonna be better at doing that thing. <laughs> and if they aren't real. Why the fuck is that something you are able to conjure up in your imagination? Like, it's such. I mean, like, could you think that maybe also is like, now that you know that this scenario has happened, you could, uh, you know, watch out for the red flags and you know, be more alert about it and you can't be the next victim. Yeah, I guess that's true. I I feel like too though you can get a little carried away with that. I don't know if you've seen like the the crazy true crime girls that are <laughs> literally just waiting to be kidnapped and slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, that's a little jarring. Yeah, I. <laughs> what's wrong with them too? <laughs> like, th- <laughs> not serious. <laughs> You you and me should have a show where we just say a bad... It's like a news show where we say something bad that's happened and then we're just like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> what's wrong with him, bitch? <laughs> Welcome back to What's Wrong With Them with Rich and Rebecca. What's wrong with Hitler? What's what? wrong with him? What's up with that guy? <laughs> something about... The, I don't like the cut of his gym. You know, I got a bad feeling about him. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Damn. He's up um, too. He's, yeah, he's, he's up to something. He's, yeah, he's a slimy guy. I don't if don't trust him if you see him. Someone probably said that about Julius Caesar too. They're probably like, "What's up with that guy?" And then they were like, "You know what's about to be up." You know, this Earth. is something that I actually was gonna say about the craft, and I completely forgot. I don't want to derail us for too long, but okay like kind of thinking about the point of like okay i feel like every single one of them deserved that mm-hmm. what like and also like they they honestly they really didn't get enough of what was coming to them <laughs> some of them were they were pretty heinous things that were done and i was thinking yeah. about this in the car on my way to work the other day Whatever happened to public hangings? I know that that's a crazy statement, but like, <laughs> or like the guillotines, you know? Yeah, I mean, like this guy in my neighborhood is going around 
lying and being a freak and being a sexual predator, me and my mm-hmm. friends and like the community are gonna make some popcorn and hang him. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. I, I, I'm I'm a firm believer, and we should bring back stoning too. You know. Yeah, all of those like medieval, um, like crime punishments. Mm-hmm. Why did we do away with those? And I, I don't think I would be able to confidently say I would trust like the government at large with with that power. No, no but- you can't. That's the, I think that's mostly the issue. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, like, okay, we've got this freaky guy. He's running around assaulting women and mm-hmm. doing or he's gotta go. He's gotta get 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 him out of here, you know? Just get him out of here. Or like exiling people. We should still do that. Get out Just of here. Nobody wants you. Gr- <laughs> go on, get scram. <laughs> get you. Scram you. <laughs> anyway, back to the silence of the no i'm just visualizing them just like they go to like the edge of like just water or they drop them off on an island or something or in the forest and it's like go get get scram well i i think that would be fine nobody would miss them yeah just put them just like put them on a inhabited island Mm -hmm. yeah it's not bad you would lower the population that way too that's so true. Just forget about them. They're not on the census anymore. They don't exist. Not the census. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so getting back to Silence of the Lambs, uh, my first note is literally, um, didn't know there was a the in the title. I've been calling it Silence of the Lambs. Had I no had, idea it's the Silence of the Lambs. I had to look it up to confirm a few times, actually. Because I didn't want to sound dumb, of course, but <laughs> I, it's one of those um, Mandela effect things where it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like socially there's no the, but technically there is. Yeah, it's t- like when I typed it in, I was like, why is it immediately popping up? The other mm-hmm. movies with the name Silence was in. I was like, I'm not trying to watch any of these. And then I was like, oh, this is a the it's news to me. You know, why does it matter? what is grammar anyway but yeah so like the movie starts and she's doing this whole uh obstacle course thing and it's a lot of things with like the nets and she's climbing up ropes and stuff and i was like i'm definitely getting my head stuck in those ropes yeah you know the up and downs it's like yeah can't do it and then they call her into the office mid-workout she doesn't go oh let me change or i'm gonna go shower or something Straight from working out, just goes into the dude's office, sweating, pit stains, and the sh- just stinking up the place. It's like, <laughs> really? It just it, it was that important. I guess so, and I think it's so hilarious too. Where I think they okay, so we talked about the Family Guy adaptation of The yeah. Silence of the Lambs, and they mentioned this in it, like. He's like, oh, we urgently need you at the office to discuss this thing. And then he goes on to say that it's no big deal and not really important. And they don't care if she gets results. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. Um, Yeah. yeah. 
which was weird too because like and i caught that while watching the movie where he was they were using her to try to get the buffalo bill i was like well you told her and eh, whatever but you you needed this immediately <laughs> because for something very pressing and, and and i guess it took family guy to point it out so i, I appreciate that um also, side note about that Family Guy spoof of Silence of the Lambs, great casting all around. Yes! You know? Roles I, were perfect. Yeah, I thought it was um, one of the first things I noticed about the actual Silence of the Lambs movie was mm-hmm. that I hated Jodie Foster's accent. <laughs> it was Man. convincing whatsoever. And I thought, what an interesting parallel that in the Family Guy version, it's Lois with the word. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was. It is all over my notes about this fucking accent she's doing in this movie. I had. I don't think I've seen a lot of Jodie Foster movies, so like, it made me question if she just talks like that because it doesn't make any fucking sense for her to talk with that accent in the movie like it's not important really her being from west virginia doesn't really matter and then i I googled jodie foster to see where she's from because i'm like is she from like the south or something like why does she talk like that and she's from (laughs) she's from la rich i googled it too because well i googled does jodie foster have an accent and (laughs) She, it, it was like an interview result of her saying like, oh, yeah, I'm from something, California, like some direction of California. <laughs> I, you motherfucker. That so it was intentional that she talked like that for the entire movie. That is committed. To it. I just, I did, and, and also like there's just so not outside of her. There's so many accents in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true everyone is doing a fucking accent or like a, a thing you know I, I don't understand and then you know like literally one of my third note is she's gonna talk like this the whole movie huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it just sounded like she was trying to chew something the whole time yeah yeah like she had something in her mouth but she still wanted to talk and be rude yeah like uh, like if she had like a t- like you know how like cowboys do that thing where they talk with a toothpick in their mouth mm-hmm. like that is exactly the level of lisp that was going on <laughs> <laughs> it, it blew Mr. me up. that was the one she settled on yeah Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. <laughs> her Mr. Walker I also wanted like it was weird. They did this whole like when she'll walk into a room and do the three sixty and then the camera do the three sixty spin thing. And mm-hmm. it's just so funny because it makes me think that every time she walks into a room, she just starts spinning in a circle to look at everything. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so many zoom ins, so many close ups. That is actually I wrote down something about that where the first time Okay, so I picked this movie because you're getting a lot of background here, but I picked this movie because I didn't want to pick something with like gore and jump scares because Mm. I was that does nothing for me emotionally. (laughs) So, (laughs) and 
I felt that it was really important to be like artfully scared shitless. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this one sounds pretty scary, sounds a little ooky spooky. And I <laughs> does it have jump scares? And it said no. Also, I'm a little afraid of jump scares. So I mean, but that's the whole point, right? Everybody is. Because you can't because you can't prepare yourself for them. That's the whole that's the whole allure. Yeah, I feel like it's um, jump scares are like the short term gratification of horror movies. Like mm-hmm. I was scared for half a second, but like now what else is there? Anyway, I settled <laughs> the movie because I was like, okay, that looks like I'm not going to be able to sleep for several days. Roll the tapes. And <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. I said so much background. <laughs> We were, we were talking about her accent. We were talking about her accent. And then the, the the camera, the 360 spins. Oh, right. Okay. So, like, halfway into the movie, I was like, this is not really scaring me. And I might, like, I'm interested, so I'm going to keep watching. But I, I might pick something else for the pod. Because, like, this mm-hmm. is not what I thought it was going to be. And then it gets to the point where um Clarice and her classmate are studying the Buffalo Bill case file together mm-hmm. and they're just every single time someone new talks the camera pans to them like right up against their nose and they're <laughs> staring directly into the camera and I actually had to pause it for like 10 minutes because I got so scared <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even they were doing like the creepy crawly Kubrick stare. It was just they literally were so close to the camera that I was like, "Get yeah. out of the room! What are you doing here? <laughs> get out of here! Where'd you get into my house?" <laughs> yeah, that uh, made me pause it and like <laughs> literally go make a drink. But <laughs> I was like, I gotta get my mind off this for a couple of minutes. Hold on, yeah, I gotta cool down. I gotta get out of here. Um, and honest, the like, ca- the cause of the shits being so zoomed in made me notice. I'm like, damn, Doctor Lecter has some good skin. You know, <laughs> no wrinkles. Yeah, that's like, so. Is, is cannibalism the secret to good skincare? Why do I feel like I've heard that before? Oh well- man. Not from a real person, but like I feel like, is that like a literature thing that like eating something about drinking blood gives you good skin? Or is that like a vampire thing? I don't know. I'm I'm hey, I'm more than one thing can be true. Right? So right. who knows? There could, this could be a uh the the middle of a weird Venn diagram. I guess so, yeah. Between vampires and skincare enthusiasts. This is kind of a point that we made with the craft as well, but like the time period was so painfully obvious. And a lot of ways in this movie, like their clothes and the way that they talked. But the one that stood out to me the most was that when people were questioned, they said, and like mentioned somebody new that could be like relevant to the case. They asked them what their address was. 
<laughs> I don't know anybody's address. <laughs> Not from heart? No. Like at um at the end when um Clarice is asking one of the victim's friends like what Miss Lip Lipman's address was. Yeah, I think that was her name. And like they worked for her sometimes decades ago. <laughs> I'm not even alive anymore. And she just asks, like, oh yeah, what's the address? Expecting an answer. And then she gets <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I haven't been to this house in 20 years. It's on this street. <laughs> let her know exactly where it was yeah and it's it's yeah it, it's it's weird it's definitely a different time because you know the the when she goes to the storage unit and she get, she's about to go in and she gives that goblin christmas story looking dude with the big nose the car and she was like if this door closes call this number because she doesn't have any fucking there's no way she also has a flashlight there's no technology yeah yeah, it was very um, technologically primitive, I think. Like, but, if people had cell phones, how quick is that story? Seriously? <laughs> this could have been a one-and-done thing. This could have been a text message, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miss you send. Then it was send. over. Hey, uh, this is the killer emoji. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love the point where she um goes first goes to the facility to go see Dr. Lecter and one speaking of the time that they were in what a fit she's wearing. Yeah. You know, true. Had suited and booted, you know. And then at the end when he starts just straight up roasting her like, oh, your poppy was a coal miner. You got poor shoes. You're never going to make it out of West Virginia. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> going on? I feel like that served two purposes. One of them was justifying her ridiculous accent. <laughs> and, and the other one was calling him gay. Like, <laughs> that the first ever televised read by a gay guy. Well, yeah, before then, they, they've never seen nothing like this before. Yeah, read her was, to filth too. That was it was. Whew. It was pretty serious. It's it honestly still doesn't even justify the accent to me at all. Like even though <laughs> that was the backstory and that's why she fucking talks like that, I'm still like. You, this did this doesn't move the story. She could have just talked regular because no one else is talking like that. They went to Tennessee and they wasn't even talking like that. You know what? I didn't think about that. I guess you know. I was thinking like, oh yeah, it was important because like, how would he have been able to like get into her psyche without that? But now that I'm thinking about it. It just does not matter. He could have been like, you're poor. End of story. <laughs> yeah. Let, uh, look, uh, that's how most high schoolers do it. Like, you're poor. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that end of story, de facto. Um, oh, and then fucking she's walking away and the guy throws semen in her mm -hmm. face. 
Yeah. <laughs> that like, was pretty crazy. Um, I don't know how that advanced the story at all, to be quite honest. <laughs> and then, honestly, yeah, what the hell was the point of any of that? Because then, like, Dr. Lecter gets him to kill himself for doing that. Like, Yeah, yeah I guess, like, because he the guy did that, he felt pity on her and he decided to give her the um the storage place but st- uh, i felt like true. Uh, she didn't and need that to happen he does he does talk so much about how he hates rude people so mm-hmm. i guess i guess it was partially self-serving too i felt that man i was when it happened i was like i screamed like whoa what was that oh that was ah you know yeah i was expecting that part to happen whatsoever i thought he was gonna say like another gross thing to her or something and then i was like i i'd be getting through those bars to kill him myself honestly <laughs> like <laughs> somebody open the door come on you think these bars are protecting me from you? They're protecting mm-hmm. you from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I raised, and then like you know, they show uh, Buffalo Bill kidnapping the '80s hair lady. Mm-hmm. You know, singing that uh, singing that song lets you know exactly what time it was. To your point. Exactly. Yeah. And I think something super interesting about that whole interaction is like, he's using the classic, um, I need help ruse and you're a Mm -hmm. woman probably going to offer to help me. (laughs) The thing is, like, in my experience, men do not want help. (laughs) Like, You go, do you want directions? No. No, I know where we are. We're not like if I was on and a strange man asked me a woman to help him, I would be so goddamn scared. What are you asking me that for? You're not scared that I'm going to think that you're a sissy like I (laughs) your masculinity isn't challenged in any way. No, no, you must be a serial killer. For real, like, what's your angle? Because I know <laughs> you're not just out here asking me for help, all right? Especially if we're like asking for help lifting something, you know, something physical. And it it it, begged, it made me ask the question: Is like, it, do people buy night vision goggles for like anything other than committing a crime? I literally was thinking about this. Also on my way to work the other day, it's very, very hard for me to see driving in the dark. And I leave for work at five o'clock in the morning. So it is literally always pitch black. And I was thinking about the movie and I was like, so can I like buy night vision goggles and drive? (laughs) I'm wondering if it's illegal or if it would just look crazy. I don't think it's illegal, but I can't. I I mean, it depends. What fashion is about taking risk, right? That's so true. You're right. You have to you have to have the courage to step out there and and, and take a leap. So, if you decided to to make uh, night vision goggles the next fashion trend, 
I think I think you know it'd be worth it. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if it would catch on or if it would just be a me thing. You know. Who knows? I I think you could be a trendsetter. I feel like. Oh, Rich, I am a trendsetter. It's just that with this specific article. Oh, yeah, yes, of course, of course. You know, and it's so coded. You know, it has such it has such history. Night yes. vision goggles. Um. So yeah, there's he kidnaps another woman, and then they find out that he is skinning these. He's oh, you a size fourteen? I was like, whoa, buddy. Also, the fact that they were so insistent that size fourteen was the fattest woman alive. That it was so crazy to me because at first he said size fourteen, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then they start to allude that Buffalo Bill is in the thick women, and I was like. What he said, size 14. <laughs> size 14? That's like a high schooler. <laughs> I was like, damn, y'all. What what did we what what kind of message are we, are we trying to prove right now? Yeah, that was crazy about the size 14. And then um also like why are people allowed to have windowless vans? Yeah, that's another thing. You know, I, I don't I don't want to be encroached on people's civil liberties, guy. But I feel like, why do you have a windowless fan? Let's put some windows on it for free. Also, if anything, it's a safety hazard on the road. I've, yeah. I've, I've had to drive one of them before, like, rented when I was moving. You cannot see shit, okay? Like... Okay. Even if it was not that I'm trying to conceal a body in there, they're undrivable. <laughs> Which, you know, hey, I think we all know if you were ever trying to move a body, you wouldn't put it in a van. You know, I think no. it's more than that. No, definitely. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, we could, we'll, we could take that out. <laughs> I'll bleep. I'll bleep it out. Okay. Thanks, Rich. I know you're out there for my safety and my pride. I got you. If you ever need an alibi, I got you. I'm going to count on that. Also, like, why does Buffalo Bill have a cute-ass toy dog? Yeah, I thought that he was just very intriguing as a character, murderous tendencies aside. Aside, yeah. What the fuck is with his little dog? And he, when the when the girl that is kidnapped takes the dog, just go down there and get it. <laughs> How did he get her? Like, just do that and get the dog. And then he's so worried about it, but he goes to answer the door in the middle of the <laughs> back. <laughs> he, he was so pissed off and he, to the, enough that he was going to grab a gun. And then he's like, oh, well, i got to answer the door. Someone's at the door. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be rude to not hit to the door. He also had a weird accent. And he was from Ohio. Yeah. Which look, I don't I don't want any problems with this with with Ohio, but <laughs> if you would have told me a serial killer named Buffalo Bill who was skinning women alive was from Ohio, I wouldn't be shocking to me. I'll tell you that yeah. much. It would not be shocking to me either. I, either that or Florida, I would not bat an eye. 
Yeah, actually, before you told me he was from Ohio, I'd be like, what is he from, Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> that's the... Um, that's the uh the side the uh, side show to what's wrong with him where someone tells me a murder and i'm like what is he from ohio <laughs> yeah we have to guess ohio or florida and uh-huh. it just that being ohio that i want to i want to I, I actually want to put a pin in that and actually play that game one day where we get <laughs> we just gather a bunch of odd crimes and then we go Florida or Ohio. Yeah. And if it's, you know, on the rare case that it's not one of those two states, it'll just be like whichever one it's closest to. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually want to make this a game show. I might do that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Florida or Ohio, you know? Um, yeah. I, Buffalo Bill has a bitch on freeze. I don't understand why. Why that dog? Um, but yeah, so I, I, then they, they, her mom does this thing where she goes on TV and he's like, she's like, please bring back my daughter. And then they proceed to show all of the ugliest photos of her <laughs> on national television. And I'm like, if I was kidnapped and my family put on the worst pictures of me on TV, I would be like, yo, just don't shoot me. Don't give me, might as well, might as well die now. Yeah. Why would you do this? Yeah, they were pretty bad, and they had to be like you know at least seven years old. They're like, not. She, she's like eighteen, nineteen, probably, and all of these are like seven-year-old pictures. Like she doesn't even look like that anymore. She doesn't even look like that. I think they were trying to make her seem like oh, innocent little angel child of God. And <laughs> to be fair, like. Anytime I see, like, I think about this so much in Criminal Minds, too. Like, whenever they try to awaken, like, the humanity in someone who's deranged. Yeah. Shouldn't you know that's not going to work? They don't care. I just feel like if that was possible, that would have worked maybe after the first murder. Yeah. Like, I think. (laughs) Probably if you were someone who cared about that whatsoever after you killed somebody, you would be inconsolable. You wouldn't want to do it again, you know? You wouldn't you wouldn't want to do it several more times. Yeah. You know, maybe you wouldn't keep doing it, but I mean, hey, ball heady heady play, you know, bold strategy. Mm-hmm. Can't say it worked though. Um and then one thing I really thought about during the the infamous <laughs> that I, I wrote in my notes, Buffalo Bill like some thick. Um, <laughs> it made me think about if like if any murders at all have been solved by murderers. What do you in the mean? Past? Like oh! had they if, if like they've secretly gotten like a caught murderer to help solve any any investigations or anything like that. I think that. I think that has happened, but now I can't remember if it happened in real life or in Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, they say art imitates life. Yeah, I know that um, in the beginning when they were talking about, like, interviewing the serial killers for, like, a psychological profile, that's real. Yeah. But 
And I guess like in a way that inadvertently helps them catch other people. But I don't know about this dynamic where they're like, so if you tell me something extremely personal, I'll give you another clue as to who this guy is because I know him. <laughs> I yeah, like I, I just don't think uh, like like the 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 bargaining deal he got where he gets to uh, a cell with a view and gets to go on an island once mm-hmm. a year. Like this seems unheard of. Yeah, I was like, that's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard. And I. Think- uh how in the beginning um they're telling her like do not deviate from protocol and like don't um don't share personal information and don't stand by the glass as soon as they said all that i was like how many minutes into this movie will she have done all of those things all all three of those things at the same time yeah i was like (laughs) i I only said that because she's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I cannot wait to stand in front of this glass and mm-hmm. tell him all about myself. Uh, what kind of lotion do you think he was, uh, Buffalo Bill was using? Do you think he cared? I feel like he was the kind of person who would have a specific type of lotion for that. Honestly, I never thought about that. CVS brand lotion? It's the same ingredients as Nivea. It puts the off-brand lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. The top isn't even a pump. You're paying for the pump. Seems like a Jurgens kind of guy. Yeah, I guess maybe Jurgens. I'm I'm not sure that I know what the different types of lotions are even. Avino? Uh. That one? <laughs> That that seems kind of fancy for what he was using it for. Yeah, I can't tell if he would have gotten like a fancy expensive one because it's like part of the craft and the vision or if he mm. would have like a gross cheap one because he's like this is going on someone who's subhuman. Like, <laughs> I I don't know which way he would have gone with it. You know, like, I'm not going to, why would I have to shell out extra money for eczema lotion when I'm going to murder you and put you in the lake anyway? Honestly, she should have brought her own lotion. That's my take on it. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you should be you should be thankful to be in this situation right now. And uh, I think it's kind of wild how you didn't bring your own lotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she's telling this whole story, her backstory about the lambs. And at that moment, I was like, oh, so this is where the lambs come from. Because the whole movie, I was like, what what does this have to do with lambs? Like, what does the title come in? Like, are they going to eat a gyro or something? Like, I I was waiting for it. Yeah, and then I was thinking it was super funny because she was talking about the lambs screaming. And I was like, that's exactly the opposite of what it's called. (laughs) That's why it's called Silence of the Lambs is because they just wouldn't stop screaming. Yeah, they were annoying as fuck, and that's what the whole movie is about. <laughs> and and uh, moths. Ew, that was so gross. That was so gross. Can we talk about this, though? What was going on with Agent Starling and Dr. Pritchard, the bug expert? He was totally mm-hmm. flirting. 
I I didn't understand why they had to make the bug experts look so gross. Yeah, they did look gross. Um, I feel like, like purposely that gross. Thing, PhD student, gross. I mean, it kind of attracts. Attracts. Yeah, I guess. Oh well, you love bugs, so you gotta be gross. Yeah, I guess that that kind of makes sense. But Doctor Pritchard was totally after her. I, kinda, I think they both were. Well, yeah, I guess so. I think Dr. Pritchard was going to be the successful one, though. She had no interest in the other one. Oh, true. I. It seems like out of all the all the men who hit on her in that movie, which like under like a very low key theme in that movie is just how many dudes just straight up hit on her during yeah. times of crisis, you know? Yeah. Men be like, <laughs> it's tough, very it's- tough. That that is also a theme of that movie. Is just it's very tough to be a woman. Yeah, women be shopping, men be commenting on it. <laughs> I mean, look, I I did see some shopping going on, so that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all all I'm gonna say is women don't not be shopping. <laughs> Honestly, I am the type of person who's like women be shopping and it's so fun. <laughs> like women be shopping. They do, and I think we should let them be shopping. Men should be shopping too. Everybody everybody should be shopping. Mhm. <laughs> um instead of we are the world, you know, we all yeah. we all be shopping. We all be shopping. We all be shopping. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> when they do the when they transfer him over to to Tennessee and they have that whole squad of cops oh, check God. on him when he's about to totally escape, and they made it very obvious that oh yeah he's about to fucking escape this guy. Just you watch. I was like, all these cops look incompetent. Like every all of these people just look so incompetent. Yeah, I was thinking a lot about that, too, where I was just like, so it takes millions and leagues and leagues and leagues of Mm -hmm. the world's brightest minds at the FBI to outsmart one guy? (laughs) And he still wins. (laughs) And they caught him? Like, how'd they catch him? I don't think they did catch him. Oh, originally? Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a few prequel movies that talk about it. You I know it's funny. Like I the the sequel came up after uh I watched it and I was like, damn. I kinda wanna watch the sequel now. The two thousand one Hannibal one? I yeah. did watch it. I did. And um I won't give any spoilers, but it's really, really good. It's just not as like um it doesn't feel as smart. Mm. It's a little bit predictable. Like the plot is kind of predictable, but it's still so good. I, I recommend watching it. I'll I'll watch it and I'll I'll check back in with you. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, of course of course he's from Ohio. Um when when they when they call 
the uh, I guess uh, Clarice's uh, friend to let him know that Lecter escaped. She did that whole ass extra sprint down the hallway for no <laughs> reason. Yeah. She she ran through like twenty people just for her to be like, oh no, it's fine. He's not gonna kill me. It's like yeah. she was confident about it. And oh, I don't want to get into spoilers of of the the second movie, but there's they just they do some things that are out of character for him. I I'll let you I'll let you run with that and see what you think it means. But I shouldn't have even brought it up. No, no, it's it's okay. Um, I feel like another theme in this movie is that the cats and the oh, and the animals always know. They always know something's up. Yeah, I I was trying to make a connection between like the current victim's cat and then the old victim's cat meowing. Mm-hmm. Meowing, yeah. But it was where they're like, something's gonna happen, and then <laughs> immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if if cats could talk, that's what they would always say. They would never tell you what's gonna happen. They would just be like, "Something's gonna happen." Yeah, you figure it out. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm not gonna tell you. You don't pay me to tell you. You're the <laughs> human. You figure it out. Um, that uh, Q Lazarus song is always gonna be a bop. Um, yeah, I did have to research that because goodbye I had- horses. Yeah, I had never heard it before, and I was watching that scene, and I literally was like, what is this song? And I had to pop <laughs> it up, because I was like, this has to go on the driving playlist. <laughs> I, I've seen so many fucking remakes and spoofs of that scene to, like, see the original was nice. And then also, it made me think, like, damn. I wish I could have been there in like the theater or something when this movie first came out and seen the reaction of the crowd when he fucking does the tuck. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, what I was expecting was to see full frontal nudity. And then it was so much more uncomfortable than that. I mean, technically, you got full frontal nudity. It's just something was missing. Yeah, I was like, wow, they really just went for it. I kind of respect it, but it's like not what I was thinking was about to happen. Because like, I know he I know he does the tuck. And then I guess now that I've watched the movie and they explain it, it makes more sense now. Yeah and i knew he was going to do it but seeing that was like oh okay this guy's deranged (laughs) (laughs) anyone with straight up mannequins in their house is deranged there is nothing scarier than mannequins to me that's actually pretty true especially like the headless ones i don't know i think the ones with the head are scarier really you think that's scarier Okay, so what about with or without a face? I know that some of them, like, they have a head, but it's kind of just flat. Smooth. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think the ones with the face are scary. Like, they they seem, like, more more likely to come alive. Okay, gotcha. You know, like, when she's looking through the, um, 
the storage place and it's just a bunch of mannequins in the dark, I, I would have been like, nope, I'm good. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. The part two where she's kind of like fumbling around in his basement and then she opens a room and there's like a fucking decaying body in the bathtub. Yeah. Who was that? They never. That's another victim. Who was it? They never. I figured it was the I figured it was the old lady that died. Oh, my God. You're so right. That probably feel, was her. I figured it was like because they, they said, oh, she after she passed, you took care of her house. I figured that was her. I mean, I could be wrong, though. Oh, Who am I, you makes know? a lot of sense, actually. Um, but yeah, and then the whole shit with her in the dark and him with the with the fucking uh night vision goggles again. Yeah. I had to pause it there too, like in the middle of everything, because mm-hmm. I was getting so worked up that I could like feel my heartbeat in my fingers. Oh. And I was like, All right, we gotta we gotta bring the blood pressure down and then Settle we can down a bit. <laughs> How many TikToks did it take for you to, you know, get get back into your comfortable zone? It took quite a few. I would say probably like 45 minutes of TikToks. Okay. And also, um, I locked my bedroom door and I made my dog sleep in the bed with me. So. <laughs> That's not a solid plan. Yeah, and he was very vigilant. He made sure that I was doing well. I did have a nightmare, and he, you know, made me feel very comfortable when I woke up from that nightmare. Um, and that was that. And the next day, it was like nothing ever happened. And then I watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> now that's cinema. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When uh, when she shot him. I just put a bunch of gun emojis. Um, <laughs> that's about. Oh, I, I loved how when she uh, rings his doorbell and she's talking to him, she's explaining to him the first victim, and he's like, "Oh yeah, what was she? A great big fat person?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's another reference that Family Guy does. I yeah. think somebody calls Chris a great big fat person, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. I never understood that until now. I was just like, oh, leave it to Family Guy. <laughs> like, No, for real. Literally, like, every time they bring up Lois's brother, the, it's like they're doing a Silence of the Lambs yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, reference. Yeah. Um, I thought it was crazy, too, how... Oh, I lost my train of thought. Hold on. Something about the her answering the door... I don't and, know. <laughs> uh, and, and, and someone being a great big fat person. Yeah. It was it was funny that he said that, I think. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sure the thought will come back. Yeah. We'll get to it. Well, you know what? Give it time. Like like a like a plant. You have to let it grow. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, I I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I'd say I definitely had a good time watching it. Oh yeah, I thought it was so good, and I do think I was artfully scared as I had hoped. Mm-hmm. No jump scares. Over, no, no jump scares. But I was looking over my shoulder for quite a few hours afterward. I mean, I, I well, 
I guess it's early to call it, but it's because I still have to sleep tonight. But um, <laughs> I I think uh, I'll I'll go on Amazon and and search up uh, night vision goggles so I could feel safe. Yeah, I think that would be a pretty good idea. Or yeah, and just uh, I think one of the overarching themes that I feel is, or more so like the lesson of the movie is thinking to how that girl got kidnapped with the van you know just mind your business and that could really save you from a lot of trauma you know seriously i have learned that so hard like i grew up in a very very small rural new jersey type of area and Mm -hmm. like that's totally the type of place where somebody would get kidnapped for helping helping someone and then when I um, when I started going to college and I was very frequently in South Orange, I was oh, like, God. you know what? That is not my goddamn business. Like <laughs> something's going on over there and good for them. I am not involved. Yeah, it is. You know, it just T's and P's are just like good for them or I'm sorry that happened, but. This can't concern me. This because yeah. it, 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 it's, it's, I can't. It can't. You can't bring me into whatever's going on right now. Yeah. Uh. Somebody is, you know, struggling in in my view. It, I'm gonna have to ignore it. That just doesn't seem <laughs> like it's something that I want to engage with. You, you you know it's like especially when I was when I was working in Manhattan going in on a daily basis and like all this shit it's like you can't get involved in everybody cuz you wouldn't do anything there's always something happening you got to just yeah. you know you would never get to where you're going if you stopped to involve yourself in everybody's business exactly you know that's how you can end up in like ISIS or something you know and then what it's a slippery slope you know helping somebody to to being in isis that's how they get to everything so just just a random bit um in closing that just speaking of isis i know it's terrible but i (laughs) speaking of isis i I once hung out with i hung out with this girl one time for the and this was the first time we were hanging out and she she hopped in my Facebook DMs and, and did wanted to hang out. And we're like, we're smoking and just talking about shit. And she tells me that a, a guy she used to have a crush on in middle school is currently in prison for trying to join ISIS. Here? What? Yeah. I had no idea. I just didn't even consider that a possibility, to be honest. That he, 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 I, he was just like, "Hey, love what you guys been doing." <laughs> Seriously, that huge that fan. Because, like, how do you find yourself in that situation? ISIS, first time, long time. You know, um, just yeah. <laughs> but I, it, it's I, interesting. I'm speaking from a very sheltered point of view, obviously, but like. I, I, I kind of assumed that joining ISIS had to be a trick. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to be tricked into it. 
like one of those uh like one of those emails where it's like oh if you send me a thousand dollars i'll give you back five thousand dollars yeah and they send you an email back great now you're an isis idiot and... <laughs> <laughs> hey these fucking losers in isis ah. <laughs> and now we have his social security number as well yeah i never thought about someone being like i love what isis is doing <laughs> never even crossed my mind it also is like think of like all the people you had like or maybe or just like whoever you might have had a crush on in middle school and shit like that and think about what they do now and is it in jail for trying to join isis i it's in jail for several things hopefully not that though <laughs> not that. i know both i mean i think most i think everybody who i had a crush on in middle school has a baby now but they had baby then i think that this is not good but i truly think that everyone i had a crush on in middle school has been arrested (laughs) i thought you were gonna say like dead (laughs) No, no no well no i don't think any of them are dead but definitely arrested at least once. A little character development. Yes. Too many five finger discounts. Yeah, that that really is the problem this day and age is all the five finger discounts. I mean, hey, look, in, in times like these, I think that it's really important just as human beings to to come together and to our communities and really steal more i think that is so true and i was explaining that to my therapist oddly enough she you know isn't necessarily agreeing but i think Mm -hmm. that i've planted the seed you know this is actually this is a small tangent but i really i just have to get it off my chest no, please. Um, I saw this TikTok recently. <laughs> I'm always on TikTok. I've always seen a TikTok recently, but <laughs> it was um a- an irate customer at a Dollar Tree who was like documenting her experience waiting for the cashier because they couldn't find a cashier in the store. And she was so pissed off about it. And, like, the line to check out was growing because no employees could be found anywhere on the premises. I love that. (laughs) And she goes on to say that one of the customers found out how to get into the computer and start ringing people up. I was like, girl, just take it. It's the dollar store. (laughs) I don't care if it's a cart full of groceries. Just f- you don't want to wait anymore. Leave and take it with you. What? The the, over- the overhead is it's okay. They're not losing any money. Yeah, I was like, you're not physically being held in the store until you check out with these items. <laughs> also, you started working. You clocked in. Yeah. And like if somebody's figuring out how to get into the register, where why aren't they taking the money out? 
I was gonna say this. I was think I was going the same way. I was like, you got the register open, and you gave someone exact change instead of leaving. Yeah. <laughs> this had to be like the richest town in the world because who in their right mind would not think to steal from the Dollar Tree in that specific set of circumstances? It's like, ooh, I was so mad at Dollar Tree that I decided to do a quick afternoon shift. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Dollar Tree. It was a mind-boggling thing to watch because I was like, people have no idea that they can do whatever they want. (laughs) No. No No, idea. That's not true. Um, I learned that um I, I i feel that in a way in which that like because i'm from new york and stuff jaywalking isn't necessarily a thing that concerns me mm-hmm. if there's no cars coming i'm gonna cross the street real I'm not, so real um when i first got to the university we both went to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which will remain unnamed um I, it's funny because i've probably said it before but whatever fuck them um <laughs> when i first got there and we were and i was walking the streets of my new uh my new jersey friends and i'm like i start walking over the street and they're like what are you doing and i'm like i'm crossing the street and they're like but the sign says stop and i'm like what are you a baby what's going on <laughs> you're letting a sign dictate your decisions for you a sign that doesn't have arms or legs or emotions. Come on. What are we doing? Honestly, yeah, that's another thing that I didn't start doing until I went to college was jaywalking. <laughs> I really had never thought about it because in the town that I grew up in, like we didn't have crosswalks or sidewalks or anything because we we're so poor (laughs) and we didn't have like the thing that tells you to go and we didn't have a crosswalk or anything so it was like i i never had to make the moral decision of jaywalking you know you you, but god decides when you cross the street yeah then when you suddenly live in south orange life comes at you fast seriously though i i appreciate you for for coming back on this uh this production yes it's Again. one of my favorite fall activities <laughs> i know <laughs> we gotta start making this uh and then we'll also uh be on the lookout for um our our, our new show uh what's up with this guy <laughs> yeah yeah coming to a studio near you yeah whoever and whoever decides to shell out the money um <laughs> whoever wants to fund this you know yeah. then, then we could really we could really change the world with this amazing insight we're gonna be setting up an email chain for investors so if you want in just um just let us know we're gonna turn into succession um and then <laughs> yeah. i gotta watch i gotta watch succession so i know what that meant what i just said i was just about to say like <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever they're doing over there. Um, <laughs> let me give you a, a round of applause. Thank you, thank you. Very much appreciate uh, you coming, you stopping by, and uh, 
putting me on the two great movies that will not will never leave me. Perfect. I love doing that. <laughs> I'm glad um, that I'm adding to the list of movies that I've watched as well. Yeah, every now that I, now that I've finally seen Ma, uh, I could cross that off the list. Oh, Ma is another good one. It that's definitely uh, yeah. a cult favorite. Oh, for sure. I'm shocked. You, I, I'm shocked there hasn't been any like spiritual successor or like sequel. Yeah, that is that's kind of perplexing. We'll have to look into it. That could be our third project after these other side shows that we're doing. We'll add it to the list. We'll add it. We'll, we'll, you know, this, we got a lot going on. We're booked and busy. You know? mm-hmm. We got people to see. Take a step around a fucking corner. Buckshot, take a whiff of the Stelly Aroma. Well, it's no pot like a supernova. Weapon, not just skeleton, witnesses and comas. Take a step around a fucking corner. Buckshot, take a whiff of the Stelly Aro